Welcome back, Free Rocky Nation. I'm your host, Amanda. In the last episode, the struggle was real. The struggle bus has an assigned seat for my dad, so it seems. Today's episode, Medical Mayhem. Remember the case Lippitt versus Gardenias, where two different medical teams investigated the Illinois Department of Corrections? I mentioned the case and the investigator's findings in Season 1, Episode 16, Wexford Health Sources, Inc. and IDOC. Doctors and nurses at IDOC are operating outside their scopes of care, negligently, and have lost several patients. The investigators also stated that the medical beds were often broken and or unable to be sanitized. Lo and behold, Illinois River is no exception. My father sent emails about his treatment to prepare for major abdominal surgery and his treatment since he has returned. Here are his emails. August 4th. Subject, colon rinse. Hi, Amanda. I got lucky and grabbed the instructions from my colon rinse gallon jug. Go lightly. Go lightly is the name of the colon rinse medicine. Adult regimen dosage. On the day prior to colonoscopy, please instruct patients to consume a light breakfast at least two hours before starting Go Lightly. Begin the recommended dosage regimen for Go Lightly early in the evening of the day before colonoscopy. Drink reconstituted solution at a rate of 8 ounces every 10 minutes until 4 liters are consumed or rectal effluent is clear. Warnings. Risk of fluid and electrolyte abnormalities cardiac arrhythmias, seizures, mucosal ulcerations, aspiration, hypersensitivity to and including anaphylaxis. Four liters is a little over a gallon. This is done in one day, not two gallons over a two-day period. I told you this, Osmondson was on bullshit. I always get sick on the second gallon. It's overkill. Get to feeling really weird. We'll mail you instructions from the gallon. If they do not reach you, look up Go Lightly. Another thing on Osmondson, cruel and unusual treatment. So more for your podcast on Wexford Doctors. Tonight, the nurse brought me the second gallon at 6 p.m. with it at room temperature. When hot, it makes you gag and want to throw up. Serving recommendation on label says, stored mixed reconstituted solution of Go Lightly at 36 to 46 degrees Fahrenheit. Name is an inside joke, go lightly. But at room temperature, it is so nasty. So why would you bring it to me hot, then require me to consume twice the recommended amount? Interesting stuff for your podcast on Wexford Doctors. The next email from Dad is August 10th, subject, which was a reply to my email called History is Up. Hi girl, I'm back from the hospital tonight, feeling really good. Beat the cancer. Thor a little. But not bad. More later. Just need to read messages. Dr. Bailey the best. No colon bag. Four little incisions and one big one. All healed shut. Should go back to my cell tomorrow. COVID count at Illinois River at 27 people today as I was coming in. I feel so good. No more weakness. Strong again. Dad beat the cancer. Still waiting to find out cancer level from the lab do not know if chemo is needed or not but i do not feel sick anymore next email dated august 11th subject nurse practitioner tiffany miller hi amanda nurse practitioner tiffany miller will not release me from my stay at the infirmary no reason to keep me here the bed i am assigned to is broken 
The frame has buckled in the middle, was welded in a downward V shape. So both feet and head are above waist. So I could not sleep on it. The hips and lower back being in a downward position create pressure on my stomach and lower back. Extreme pain. So I had to put the mattress on the floor. So I am sleeping on the floor because the beds are all broken and do not work anymore. But in my cell, my toilet is two feet from my bed. My bed is in good shape. No pain when lying on it. My property is right there. I could be comfortable and out of pain in my cell, not stressed out. But nurse practitioner wants me in healthcare infirmary where I am miserable, in pain, sleeping on a mattress on the floor. No commissary to eat. All in my cell. Nurse practitioner lifted my shirt and looked at my stomach. That was her examination. They did not fix the umbilical hernia, so it is very tender. Cannot stand for it to be popped out. So when I have to move around in here, it sucks. It pops out and I have to force it back in. Painfully exciting deal. Long walk to the john requires I climb up from the floor. Moving around in here to sink and toilet, not cool. Cell would be so much better for recouping. But here it is, sadistic practice. So run this Miller nurse practitioner, get her medical history. No reason to keep me here stressed and hurting when I could be comfortable and stress-free to heal up in my cell. Next email, also from August 8th, excuse me, August 11th. Hi, Amanda. About half an hour ago, I finally received some pain pills. Had to get a little loud to get it. Reason they stated I did a whole day without them. Also said Dr. Bailey did not prescribe any, which is not true. But is that really a reason to deny it? They kicked old man Perez out to population at 2.30 this afternoon. So I grabbed his good bed. So, off the floor tonight. Pain fading now. My bowels are moving at least twice an hour. Not cool. I hope this gets better too. No shower again today. None yesterday. None yesterday because I got back after day room was run. Today... Due to COVID infestation, there was no shower. Shower every other day now due to COVID. So much for staying clean to avoid infection. My roommate got a hernia surgery. They come in and take his vitals several times a day. I got a colon cancer removal with complication with hernia, but they do not take my temperature, my blood pressure. They do not even ask if I'm doing okay or need anything. The next email is dated for August 12th, subject day three. Hi, Amanda. Day three and not good treatment. On the day shift, I received my TV guide, magazine, and commissary. I had placed an order from 3C Wing before I came to the infirmary on August 5th. They brought me that today. I finally got pain meds prescribed, supposed to get them every 12 hours, received pain meds at 4.30 a.m. and 3 p.m., the nurse came in and asked me if I wanted them. I said yes. At 6 p.m., I still had not gotten them. No ice, nothing. I requested my hernia belt be brought to me from my cell. Nothing. Since the surgery, my umbilical hernia is really sensitive. If it pops out, I am in a lot of raging pain. 
Once I pop it back in, shoots a shot of pain all the way down to my groin. Hernia sight stays sore. Now, 20 to 7. Call light has been on since 6 p.m. Glad I am not dying, for I would be shit out of luck. Locked in a cell in the infirmary and ignored, made to remain in pain. Next email, August 12th. Subject, call button infirmary. Hi, Amanda. It is now 7.32 p.m. Nurse finally came in with meds and ice at 7.15 p.m. I asked Sergeant Valentine, or Valentine, not sure how you pronounce it, if he was the sergeant assigned to the desk in the infirmary. He said yes. I asked him why I had been pushing the call button since 6 p.m. and nobody responded to it. Button to turn it off at sergeant desk. He said to push the button. Then made a big deal on how the alarm was not working. Nurse came in. I told her about it. She asked who turned it off. Went right to the sergeant's desk and turned it on. It rang really loudly. Not hard to draw a conclusion here. Third day in, assigned to infirmary as permanent housing for now. Still no property brought to me. So post my irregular treatment I am subjected to now. At no time is that alarm to be shut off. Did not get shut off until 3 p.m. shift today. Crazy. I must go through this crap here. Bowels better today. Less trips to the john. Getting back to more like normal. Umbilical hernia is still hurting real bad. Post these updates, sweetie. Next email, also August 12th at 8.30 p.m. Hi, Amanda. Doc Bailey put your old dad back together. At 8.10 p.m. on August 12th, I had my first regular bowel movement in five plus years. No pain, no blood, nothing but working right. So send Dr. Bailey my update and tell her I said, oh yeah, you're the one, doc. Next email, date August 13th, subject property. The nurse on the 3 to 11 shift called the lieutenant and had my property brought over to the healthcare unit. I will remain here until post-surgery conference and check up with Dr. Bailey. Getting comfortable here. Then go out to hernia surgery after that. Then, as it will be one day outpatient surgery, I will be looking at another month here in the infirmary to heal up. Maybe six weeks. So I will be here, as in the infirmary, for a while. So settling in. Things will get better now that I have my typewriter and property. I have my hernia belt on and umbilical hernia pain gone for now. That is the end of my dad's emails. Still think prison is all that the media glorifies it to be? Three hots and a cot? Free healthcare? Note my sarcasm. Or is it more like the 1975 film Ilsa, the she-wolf of the SS? If you find my father's treatment, as well as what Lippitt vs. Gardenia has documented, horrific, you can always write to U.S. Senators Tammy Duckworth and Dick Durbin or IDOC Director Rob Jeffries. If you want to complain about Dr. Osmondson and the nurses that operate under him, you can write to the Division of Professional Regulation Locations, Enforcement Complaints and Investigations, 100 West Randolph Street, 9th Floor, Chicago, Illinois, 60601. You can also call in a complaint at the Complaint Intake Unit, 312-814-6910. Please know that every email, letter, and phone call that you make on behalf of my dad is greatly appreciated. You can find the resources and hyperlinks I have mentioned in the transcript of this podcast. 
Listen to the Free Rocky Nation on Amazon Music, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Pandora, and Spotify. Email us with your questions, comments, or experiences at freerocky at freerockynation.org. Don't forget to visit our blog at freelarryrockyharrisx2.com. Like us on Facebook at Larry Rocky Harris 1959. Buy my dad's books on Amazon. You'll find titles such as Never Ending Nightmare chronicling his sham trial that brought him this 65-year sentence, 100 filthy and raunchy jailhouse jokes, 100 more filthy and raunchy jailhouse jokes, and The Prisoner's Guide to Filing a Winning Grievance.